gentlemen, welcome to Off The Grid, an all-F1 podcast on the doublecoverage.media podcast network. Super excited. I'm Dom. Uh, we're going to be joined by a fair few people throughout this series, a bit of a rundown uh, about the series itself. It will feature pre-every uh, Formula One Grand Prix on the calendar so the format will be half an hour before the race starts we'll jump on uh whether it's myself or a fair few people we'll talk about a few things that have happened recently in formula one uh we'll give a few plays we'll go onto ebay have a look at some of the cards in the hobby and how they're trending and then what we'll like to do is obviously watch the first few laps of the race uh and funnily enough uh on a side note, if you haven't listened to any of our content in the past, uh, one of our good friends at the Double Coverage Dot Media family, Anthony Collects, best mate, Timo Werner, is uh, at the Austrian Grand Prix, which is good for him. He'd be all over that. Uh, but yeah, so we'll watch a f- the first few laps of the race, give our uh, takes on it. Obviously, it is high intensity and very, very interesting to see what happens on those first couple of laps. And then uh, either we continue our discussion or we move straight into uh, just more hobby talk. Very laid back approach to this podcast. Like I said, we'll be trying to get as many guests as possible and just have a laugh and really enjoy Formula One and obviously like to answer your questions if you have any for us. So see what's happening a bit of a few fair few things sorry that have been happening in the f1 world uh, we'll start with lewis hamilton uh, re-signing to 2023 which is massive for the mercedes f1 team uh, his partner in crime is not set in stone as of yet which is uh, very interesting We've discussed in the past whether it could be George Russell, uh, Esteban Ocon. There's a fair few uh, drivers out there that potentially could fill that seat. Got Mars underscore sports cards jumping in, which will be good. Big F1 fan. Lukey. Toma, how we doing? Good, how man. Doing? Long time no see. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, <laughs> Forty in between pods. <laughs> exactly. We're, grind- we're grinding tonight. We're grinding. Uh, I was just giving uh, listeners a bit of a intro into what the podcast is. Bit of a laid back format. Uh, obviously, jump on half an hour before the races on race day. Uh, talk a bit of the hobby, bit of news that's been circulating in Formula One, and then obviously we watch the first few laps, call it quits, and we'll enjoy. And we can always recap it in a later podcast. But I was just yeah. just saying before you jumped in that Hamilton has re-signed. Yeah. Which is massive for Mercedes. Big news. Uh, and obviously we said his seat hasn't been filled as of yet. Uh, we've speculated that it could be Russell, potentially it could be um, Esteban Ocon. I heard during the week he re-signed as well. Or he signed the extension? Yeah, two years with Alpine. Yeah. For two, years or three years? So two years? Two years, yeah. Two years. He's done. But the future potentially could be Ocon. 
Uh, will Hamilton's contract be the last, do you reckon? Do you reckon he'll go further than 2023? I think it depends on how they perform in the new spec, I feel. Yeah. Well, how old is he now as well? He's, he's getting up there. Is he in 30, 30 now? Seven. 37, is he? I thought yeah. he was like 35. Fuck, really? No. 37. I think he's as old as... Le- I'm pretty sure he's as old as LeBron, if not older than LeBron. Oh, I'm wow. Pretty- he looks really good for his age. Yeah, age. I was going to say. Oh, oh saucy. Chat. The um, can, you he- can you hear my iPad here, by the way? No. Can no, you hear the TV? <laughs> can you hear the TV? No, I can't hear it. You wouldn't believe it. I know we said it's all, I said at the top of the show, it's all F1, and I did mention it at the top of the show, but because c- you are in here now, did you see who they were interviewing on track? I just put it on my story. <laughs> the goat. The goat. Not really... I can't believe it. He just follows us everywhere. Did you see the, um, the question they asked him as well? She was like, oh, can England, can England bring it home? And he's like, oh, oh. They, definitely, they definitely can. Oh, <laughs> I don't think he wanted to say that, but... <laughs> oh, um, I'd love to get him in here, man. It'd be a I leap. was just saying, imagine him absolutely shitting himself in the back of the two-seater. Oh, Get him God. in the two-seater. I want to see it. <laughs> It'd be so have, you funny. The, have you seen the video of um, Jimmy Butler in the McLaren? Oh, yes. It is so A few seasons funny. back? Yeah, it's that's so, so funny. He shits himself. It's a... himself. Oh, Lou's here. How are we doing, Lou? Lou, what's happening? Feel free to jump in, Lou. Just request, man. Jump in. We can have a quick chat, see what's good, happening. Good morning, he reckons. What's yeah, on the yeah. There? I think it's like 10 a.m. The race starts God, for him. That's perfect. Yeah, he's, he's, got a, he's got a real good over in the States. Really, really good. <laughs> we're, sitting, we're sitting here at 11, uh, 10.30 at night. <laughs> I'm sitting here getting, uh, getting ready to go to bed. Then this guy's yeah. uh, starting his yeah. day with Formula 1. I definitely prefer that. <laughs> so, funnily enough, um, F1 actually put out... Um, it woke up six minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, no worries, Lou. Take your time, man. Take your, take your time. <laughs> but F1 put out a, a pick. Obviously, have seats that are obviously filled for next year. And yeah. they just wanted to run it past you. So, obviously, Hamilton, question mark, who he's driving with. Yeah, won't be Bottas. Won't be Bottas for me. It won't be Bottas, 100%. Norris, Ricardo, yeah. McLaren, Alpine is Ocon and Alonso. Then Haas is Matt and Alonso Schumacher. Had, sorry, Alonso had two years, yeah? Yeah, I think two years. Yeah. And then uh, Alpha Tauri. Schumacher and... Was that for Haas? Yeah, Schumacher and Mazepin. So that's not changing. Okay. Yeah. Then uh, for Alpha Tauri, uh, there's no one. So you'd expect it to be Gasly. Gasly again, yeah. Okay. Drive so well for that car, uh, yeah. for that that team. Probably Gasly and Sonoda. I reckon they can give him another crack. He's been he's been pretty good. He yeah, he's been, been so- pretty good. Uh, he hasn't been, you know, and he hasn't done enough wrong to maybe be demoted yet. Um, but then again, he's had a few sort of moments. Yeah, um, that were a bit a bit questionable. Definitely. Um, yeah. And we move over to the other side where there's Verstappen and Blank. No. Does Perez only have the one-year deal? Yeah, it's a one-year deal. Surely, if they win the Constructors, you know, he's... um, uh, Horner was talking yesterday about it. He's like, he's doing everything right. You know, he's won a race. He's third in the Constructors. He's got to get another year at least. 
has to. Yeah. He's been so, so good. And not for anything, Hamilton even said today, I was, I was listening to him and he was saying he's, his battle is with Perez. He doesn't think he's got any, and Norris. He reckons he's got no chance of catching uh, Verstappen. Really? He said, that's not my focus. He goes, my focus is Perez and Lando. Yeah. Which is pretty interesting. Mm. Uh, and then obviously Vettel has his seat. Then Stroll must be out of contract because there's no other driver there at Aston Martin alongside Vettel. I expect Stroll to re-sign there. Yeah, I was going to say, what happens with the team and sort of how his dad is a part of it and stuff like that if he pulls the pin? Exactly. Um, there's all the money. There's all the money coming out with it. Like, exactly. Or does you know just run it as if like Aston Martin, the car yeah. brand? The, the thing is, how how much funding do they have in this? Though? That's another question well, too. The other thing, exactly yeah. right. And then obviously so, for up back a few. Sorry, go on, but back a few years ago, I remember BMW when BMW used to be in it. Um, just the cost of it just became too much for them to even bother doing it. Um, so that's why they pulled out. And yeah, so is that something that Aston Martin can uh, can run competitively so. as well? Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. They're really starting to. I don't know. They're starting to make their mark on the sport a bit, which yeah. is which is good. That's Definitely. what you want. That competitive. Obviously, Ferrari locked in with Leclerc and Sainz, and then Alfa Romeo and Williams. The seats haven't been confirmed there. Whether Raikkonen yeah. goes again. Giovinazzi goes again, uh, Latifi goes again, and we, obviously we expect Russell to probably be signing with Mercedes. So Yeah. So George yeah. Russell said yesterday in the interview, he was saying next season he's definitely going to be driving in a Mercedes-backed car. Um, take that as you want. It might be a Williams. He might be second to, um, to Hamilton at, at, um, at Mercedes. Yeah, Mercedes run, Mercedes back. Yeah. Um, you know, I reckon we could yeah. see Potentially, like, wouldn't be out of the realms of Valtteri Bottas driving for Aston Martin already. Yeah, potentially, that'd be be an interesting, um, an interesting combination of Bottas and Vettel. Um, I wouldn't mind it. That'd be interesting. I wouldn't mind it. A lot of experience there. Two fiery guys. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Makes a great Williams. And then at Williams, whatever really happens with the second spot sort of just happens, I guess. It's all development, I guess, for them. They're no yeah. good. Fortunately, it's yeah. sad because they were such, they're obviously such a massive part of the history of the sport. Exactly. What are you going to do? That's Time's that's change, you know? Exactly. So I just wanted to bring that up. But then there's a few other things uh, that I wanted to discuss with you because I saw a couple we've, we've discussed before up-and-comers. And we spoke about this last week in the lockdown lounge, which has now become off the grid. And there's two names. Two names. One's a 15-year-old kid. Jeez. <laughs> he's gone deep. <laughs> Joe Carding. Yeah. He's, he's Arvid Lindblad. Were they talking about him yesterday on the... Um... Yeah. Yes. I didn't get to catch it. Dad, I heard Dad talking about it in the other room, and I was in the other room doing something else, and I walked in late, and I just missed it. He's You're going to have to film me in. Impressive young kid, man. He's yeah. like the go-karting circuit, and they have compared him to the likes of Max Verstappen. Oof, that's big, Brazil. So, but the interesting one, now the one the, that I picked up on for the hobby, 
for the hobby. And we spoke about it last week about American drivers and that US influence. The Red yes. Bull has a driver in their academy called Jack Crawford. He's from the United States of America. Oh, now, gee. he's currently driving in F3. And he's doing, he's doing really well. Yeah. Now, potentially a few a few more years and he comes up the ranks, get a seat in obviously the first division. Uh, hopefully, obviously, the popularity of F1 in the hobby, their cards. And with the US driver, we've seen with Pulisic in the soccer market. Your thoughts on that? That could blow this whole thing out of the water. Like if the, if you do if you thought this market was already blown out of the water, I doubt it'll take it to the next level. Um, you were saying that there's two seats spare at AlphaTauri next season, yeah? Yeah. Could he be in one of those next season? How old is he? Uh, was he 17 or 18 or something? Well, the second wasn't much wasn't much older than that when he started. If not, he would have been probably that age. Yeah. I'm well, he was the F3 driver, so you probably wouldn't promote him all the way up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm, I'm just thinking but outside potentially the potentially, Williams, you can... Well, they haven't got a connection. He's Red Bull. So, what? yeah, Alphatari. Yeah. Potentially, Gasly's talk... probably... Gasly's sticking around. Down. It's more the other spot. Um, yeah. You probably, yeah, you'd probably give him a run in F2 first and then see how he goes in that, just the, the higher class. Um Another thing as well is they might want to push him a bit quicker um, because we always talk about how F1 is run as a business and we've said it before, you know, Lewis has come out and said it, it's a, it's a rich man's sport now um, from getting into it in karting to the top. Um, would they do that because they see the potential in the American market and to get some, you know, imagine the marketing on that. It'd be insane. It'd just be out of control. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Not to say that, like, looking at the card prices and stuff, you can still get so many bargains, man. I've got, I've got yeah. ending soon up. There's, uh, and I've put them, obviously, tabbed them as Topps Chrome and Sapphire. And just a bit of an update. We'll do this, like, every podcast. We'll give a bit of yeah. an update into the race. And there's three minutes left on a Lewis Hamilton uh, card 148. The Russian Grand Prix. It's the one where he's kissing the trophy, the horizontal, yeah. uh, horizontal uh, a vertical card. So three minutes left, zero bids, five bucks. Is that just base? Just base. Yeah. Uh, Tango Wolf will skip over that. Um, Tops Chrome, Dado, an hour left at 99 cents. An hour left on, that's his car card, his Renault oh, card. That's my camera. Yeah, Ricardo. Renault F1 Refractor vertical card. Uh, yeah. Our, no bids at 99 cents. 99 cents. So, so many steals. Just, I, feel like, I feel like Ricardo being that sort of... That we talked about it before about soccer and stuff like that. Oh, no, he, I don't think you're in yet. We're talking about Sterling and how Sterling prizes hadn't, for the 2016 Prism anyway, how they hadn't really moved that much, even with his performances at the Euros. I feel like Ricardo is in that same sort of age bracket. And yeah. I feel like F1's the same sort of market where everyone's going super young or they're buying Hamilton. Like they're buying Yolandos and stuff, obviously because they're, they're rookies and stuff. So it makes sense. Um, I've lost my train of thought. And Ricardo, oh, I've lost it. 
Yeah, he's in the similar boat to Sterling where he's still a good driver. I think that's one more for like an Australian, you know, for us Aussies to start a PC. I think that's the one you're going to start and definitely the one you're going to chase because people love him here. Legit. Now, the one that I'm probably going to bid on because yes. it's, uh, during this race is there's the vertical card, Lando with his drink bottle. I don't know what it's done there. Uh, it's at it nine. The, one of the driver of the day ones or whatever? Yeah, driver of the day one. Yeah. It's a nice card. 99 cents with two hours left. It'll end at 12.30. Tap so, uh, No, just Chrome. So... Right. Oops, Chrome F1. Let's get it back on. It made me log. How crazy the the um the Dutch fans. Man, I love They're it. They're having yeah. a great time. How good is it? It's like, are they Dutch fans, or can McLaren just claim them as like you know some fans for once in the crowd? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what um that's what Lando Lando was saying yesterday. He's like, it's a lot of orange. I'm something along the lines of I'm claiming them or something like that. <laughs> oh, he's so. He's so funny, man. He's a pizza. Yeah, he's good. He's good. There's, there's a gold wave uh, Azuros here. After your grail. Do you think, do you think um, uh, Lando is the... We'll say Lewis is the best marketed driver of all time with all his deals and stuff like that, how he's done business off the track with, you know, uh, Tommy. I think Hugo Bossy did for a bit as well. Bose, all the big brands. Do you think Lando is the second most marketable driver on the on the um on the grid? Azuro. What's up, boys? How we going? Back Not again. Lukey was Lukey was just asking: Is Lando the second most marketable driver, potentially behind Hamilton? I don't think he li- I don't think he likes Lando from memory. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a big fan of his personality, to be honest with you. Um, but in saying that, I, I wasn't a fan of uh, Hamilton's personality when he first started. Yeah. Um, but he's definitely changed my mind, in all honesty. I think, um, you know, what he's obviously done on the grid and, and, and what he's done off it, I think he's a lot more humble now and, um, you know, what he does for, for the community and the like, it's hard not to respect that. Um, Lando... Uh, I think his attitude is a little bit of a rich kid and, and doesn't really resonate with me uh, all that much. <laughs> it's it's hard it's hard to respect it. Um, but when you say about marketable, I think he's doing obviously a, a lot of the right things in terms of like his his esport gaming and yeah. um, he's definitely got the look. He's a good looking guy, young English, which I think is big in the American market. You know, like it. If you speak English and you, you're, you know, you're a pom, you kind of resonate with them a little bit more. That's what I found. Um, so, yeah, I, I think he's, he's, he's a big play if you're looking for cards. Definitely. I yeah, think the, the esports thing was the big thing for me, um, especially yeah. with the younger market and stuff like that. The demographic, I feel, uh, the demographic of F1, I think they're trying to. It seems like they're trying to change. They're just trying to grow it as a sport and maybe the younger demographic as well. Um, with the esports, I think that's, that's worked really well, and especially during COVID. Um, the Netflix doco as well. I think those two things have worked really well with that. And I guess and maybe even cards as well. Cards will start to do that as a sport as the sport starts to grow. Well, fun- funnily enough, um, during 
the lockdown last year, I was in the, I went to this online sporting conference and it was funny that they had the PSG um, eSports team uh, in a room and you could go in there and you could listen to them. And it was quite interesting because they were talking about how the transition of eSports uh, is getting pushed into mainstream society for young the younger generation. And... You go to, for example, in like F1, they did, they gave actually F1 as an example. And they said, Bridgestone tyres. They go, no kid in their right mind when they're driving their car would be thinking, what tyres do I want? When they have to change their tyres, they'd just be like, oh yeah, just, whatever it is, just change them. But they're yeah. trying with placement marketing in esports because it's so massive with the younger demographic that Bridgestone there makes them go, Oh yeah, what's esports consistently? Oh, I'll get Bridgestone tires. Bridgestone, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like that product placement for their marketing for the younger generation. Now, would it surprise me if F one esports potentially tops tries to latch onto that? I reckon it'd be a great move from Tops to put uh, like their their branding on esports F one mm-hmm. with their younger gen- demographic. There's even older demographic in there, but just trying to get into that market, which obviously, you know, esports is one of the like, fastest growing markets on, on the planet. So, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I reckon it's the product placement heaven for a company like Tops. Yeah, for sure. I was saying that, especially when it got delayed. Well, it got delayed the first time. They put it to December. There was still no real talk about F1. Then it got delayed to March. And I'm like, this doco comes out in March. This is sort of in relation to what you're saying. I'm like, this, this um, Drafts of Survive is coming out in March. I'm like, could they possibly have done this on purpose? I remember saying it. I put up a post about it and stuff. And I've got a few DMs like, this ain't it. Like, just take it down. It's not true. Like, it's just because of printing and shit like that. But I'm like, you know what? No, like, it could definitely be a thing. And look at it. The doco came out. The boxes came, what, a month later or so? That, those blew up in price, especially on blowout and stuff like that for the pre-orders. Um and yeah, definitely, I could definitely see Tops doing something like that. Putting and I, I thought maybe because they sold so quickly and stuff like that, maybe with match the match attacks ones, I'll do it a bit more. Is promote sort of top tops going, you know, maybe during the coverage, having you know your little tops logo, tops match attacks, get these your news agents stuff like that. I thought we'd be seeing this more during the coverage. Uh, maybe during esports is maybe, probably a better time for them to do that. So yeah, yeah. to answer your question, yes, in the short answer. Nice. Now your thoughts. Sorry, I was speaking to somebody from uh, EA who does marketing for EA Sports, and I, I tried to get them to um, to give me a little bit of insight into to what they're doing going forward. But all they could tell me is that FIFA's going to come out next year. That's all they could really tell me. So that was, that was great insight. <laughs> and it's going to be the same um, game as this year, like the last five years. So yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the same yeah. game. Steady are because they've lost two more licenses to they, what, do they, what do they lose? I think oh, I'm a big I'm a big pro evolution guy, so um, oh, really? that, that's okay with me. I'm a big pro oh, really? guy. But Atlanta and another team, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's terrible. I hate playing with unlicensed jerseys. It's just like a, it's I don't know. If it's like a, it's just a thing. I just don't like it. Like, I, I don't think I've been Juventus since I lost the license. To be honest, I just don't like playing in those those generic what? kits. I hate it. <laughs> Piemonte Calcio. Nah, Come I can't on. play it. <laughs> nah. <laughs> oh, I, I did this thing on, on Pro Evolution where you, you 
do this hack and all the leak and everything comes on. But anyway, we're talking you, you about Formula like import, 1. You put them into the game or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you yeah, get like yeah, a USB yeah. stick, you put yeah, it on yeah. and then they've got all the strips and names and everything. Um, yeah. But in terms of what you're saying, I think the biggest change in F1 for the better has been the new ownership, you know, to the Americans, right? The the way they've they've done things has just been, you know, leaps and bounds over what you know Bernie could could do, and I think that's it's just a testament of that, and um, you know, with esports and how they're promoting it, I think um, with regards to top, I feel like this year is just a dipping the toe in the water in some respects, just seeing how it goes. I wouldn't be surprised if they if they expand on that going forward in in a variety of different ways. Um, but like collecting in general, whether it be like NFTs and, and all the rest of it, I, I can see that happening a lot in, in this type of sport. You know, you, you, I think you get like a highlight of, of like an overtake or something like that. Um, there's just so many ways that, that you could go with it. But, that you know, I, I've seen, I've got a mate who's, who's really into, you know, racing and doing esports and he's got the full setup with the car and, and oh really he's, he's full into it but like there's a whole underground world out there relating to this like there's tournaments happening on an ongoing basis there's like you know you're fine-tuning your car to a t and and the way they've got it in these games is just so realistic it's out of control so um, I feel like that's where the world is, is going. And, and thinking like Orlando, you could be racing against him. Like it's, it, it's, it's pretty that's cool, huge. you know? That's huge. That's an element. Mm. Uh, BPC, how we doing? If you've got any questions, just hit the uh, question mark bubble on the bottom and type them in and we'll bring the question up on the screen and we'll answer anything for you. But obviously, formation lap's about to happen. Uh, predictions for tonight's race. I think it's it's going to be Verstappen win, like we said last week. They've been so good in their um, their strategy and stuff like that. He's starting on pole. Um, the the McLaren's actually decent in a straight line though, so maybe off the start, Very. Lando could be somewhat close to him. Um, what happens behind? Oh, I missed that. Yeah, it's one of the youngest front rows in a very long time as well. It is almost almost one of the youngest ever. I think they were saying yesterday, um, which is which is interesting. Which is good. Obviously, uh, George Russell's in that uh, top ten as well. In yeah, eighth. it was great seeing it's Q three. So good, so so good. Uh, I'm going with you, Verstappen, to win it. Uh, I think I think Hamilton sneaks his way into the top three. Unfortunately, I see Norris probably finishing around that fourth and fifth again, like he did last week. Yeah, um, he's been consistently hope, there all season. I think yeah. for McLaren, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, I'm hoping he gets on the podium, but yeah, I can't can't see it happening. Honestly, uh, yourself, Dan, your thoughts. I, I I'm actually interested to know um, where's Perez in the in the order. Third, just third. before I give the prediction, third. Okay. Uh, look, I I definitely see Verstappen killing it this race, um, and. I would. I want to keep my eye on, on Perez to see what his race looks like in terms of fending off the danger of you know Hamilton coming through. I think he's going to be doing a bit of a team role, but I, I'd really, really like to see. I'd like to see a, um, especially in this in this race here, I'd like to see a Red Bull 
one two. I, I think yeah. I think that'll end up happening. It's very yeah. hard to predict anything else. I think that the um, the Mercedes the rule changes are, are really affecting um, Mercedes a lot, especially like I think it's the front the front wing. You know that they can't seem to kind of get right with with the rule changes. So I think it'll struggle. But I'm I'm, I'm really interested to see how Hamilton goes this race. I, I like seeing him a little bit back and, and having to find yeah. his way forward. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how we go. That, that's what I'm looking such for. A fierce, such a fierce competitor. You can't really write him off anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Like, it doesn't matter where he starts. He just somehow manages to just grind it out, which I definitely I've, respect. There's a few interesting things. Obviously, Ricardo, two weeks running, um, struggling with the pace of his car. And, of course, uh, Ferrari not making it into Q3 uh, yesterday. <laughs> They took a gamble going on the um, the mediums, um, which is the yellow tire, which will um, will probably suit them better for this. Because what what I also heard as well is the medium tire this week is last week's soft, okay. and then the soft tire is an even softer compound, I believe. Okay. Um, so to start this race on mediums, you're you're doing well because you'll you'll last you'll go a bit longer than everyone else will. So you're a bit open to whether you want to do a one or two stop. Yep. Um, whereas if you're on the soft, you're very much doing a two-stop. Um, but degradation last week was something... No, was it last week the race before that caught him out? Was it last week, Don? I can't remember now. For uh, degradation? Yeah, there was degradation. Like, oh, they were saying, oh, they'll get to lap 20 or so on this set of tyres. And everyone around lap 12 was like, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not going to make it much longer. That, yeah. Last week. That was last that week. That was last week, yeah. They so made interesting like to see. Some of those cars were making two stoppers when it should have yeah. been just break. Should have been one, yeah. Yeah. So that's an interest. But yeah, anything for me, I don't know, this season, anything behind whoever like Verstappen, for example, yeah, I feel like it's just absolute chaos. I feel like anyone can take it out, which is what we want to see. Um, exactly. I love seeing that. And that's what we're talking about, you know, for going forward next year. Something we definitely want to see where we can have, you know, three or four teams winning races each week. Like MotoGP, for example. Exactly. I saw and that with pretty- Steven yesterday too, actually. Which was, which was a good chat we had. Yeah, 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 100%. Obviously, lining up, we'll get our reactions on the first turn, on the first couple of laps. We're not going to go 45 <laughs> in this week as we did last week. <laughs> go in like 10, 15 laps, call it quits, go enjoy the race. And I know people have to work and stuff tomorrow, so. Unfortunately. Are you, you're still off this week, aren't you, Dom? Yeah, week off. Yeah, very nice, very nice. I don't, I don't need to rub it in. <laughs> I will. I've got a few but... thoughts on the. Um, I've got a few thoughts on the even teams. Uh, I, I don't necessarily think that's going to happen. Um, a lot of those rule changes. Uh, we'll see. All we'll the way for the race. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll go a few laps in. Here we go. Oh Jesus! Perez got forward. Gilando did very well there. It did do very, very well. Gasly's going to catch uh, Bottas here. Oh, come on, Gasly. He's got him. No. Perez just needs to hold He's on. He's got him to... again. Oof. Yeah, I think. Hamilton's close to Perez, there. He's got him. Oh. How uh, Verstappen's gone now. That's it. He's just gonna. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> he's, he's away. 
He's gone. Forget about it. You're not catching him. So it's oh, nice move. Is that Carlos Sainz? Who's McLaren battle? Ricardo's moving up. I think there might have been an incident at the back there. Yeah, safety cut. Someone just go off there. Yeah. Someone might have gone into the wall potentially. Yep. Told you. There we go. All right, we're gonna be time to talk. Alpine. Alpine. He's had a he's had a terrible weekend. He definitely has. What's he talk, What's he saying? I couldn't hear that. Let's see what happened here. Uh, who's that? I don't know. Oh, jeez. The Haas just... Oh, he's going around the outside there. Oh, he's got a sandwich. Yeah. yeah, well, that Haas... Not much, just... not much you could have done there. That Haas came in so wide. Did Ferrari make contact there? It was that against uh, Mercedes. Oh, no, it wasn't Mercedes. <laughs> With Aston Martin. Nazi on the. Was that Mazepin going the other out the outside? Surely. I don't think Mick would have done that. It would be. He's a lemon. He does. Yeah, it was. Because now he's 18. He's an appetizer. He's a fucking idiot. He genuinely. <laughs> Tell us what you really think, Lukey. He just he wrote himself off with that thing that happened to him in the off season with the girl or whatever. Yeah, he, know, he was... didn't even get he hadn't even get on he hadn't even gotten on the grid yet. I'm like, this guy's a lemon. As Saucy would say, he's a lemon. And then he bloody <laughs> what he spun out in the first two races. Yeah, he's just he's got no idea. Like uh, my piece of advice to like a Mick Schumacher and a and a Mazepin. Not that they're going to take my advice for anything. <laughs> you're in a you're in a developmental car. Stop trying to overtake people and do fancy shit. All you're going to do is literally cause accidents like that. <laughs> because yeah, you might move up four places off the first lap, but you'll end up getting lapped by a minute and a half anyway by everyone else when it's all said and done. Like, I don't know what, why he's thinking. Oh, shit, sorry, boys. <laughs> I don't know why he's thinking that's a good idea to go around the outside there. It's so Maybe dumb. Maybe from a different view, I might get, I might be wrong, but just from that, that's, there's no room there as it is. He's there's nothing racer. wrong with being aggressive, but if you can't finish the race, it's an issue. Yeah, for sure. Correct. Correct. And if you're going to be aggressive, make sure you can execute the move that you exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So wide there, he almost drove off the track, mate. That's how wide he went. <laughs> the peanut. Uh, back to what we were saying before, we were talking about equalisation for next season. Yeah, Dan, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Why you think it won't be as even as people think. Well, I mean, so if you think about it, like these these teams spend lots and lots of money, right, um, on, on getting their teams uh, up the shape. So it's my thoughts that if, they try to equalise it, and they've tried to in the past. Teams like Ferrari, Mercedes, who spend lots and lots of money in the sport, it's kind of would kind of think, "Well, what's the point in doing so if you know everyone's just going to be on on equal footing? You're pretty much spending a lot of money on you know race day and and you know getting the strategy right and making sure that the fine tuning is okay. But in terms of developing the car to move forward to to do better." 
you're kind of on equal footing across everyone else. So there's no real incentive for you to do that all that much, right? So in the past when they've tried to do it, Ferrari said, if you do this, we're going out of the sport altogether, right? And and they kind of yeah. threw their weight in that regard. So um, whilst I, I do think that it, it is good to see new races win all the time, I also think that it'll indirectly put the sport backwards in some respect. It'll make it it'll make it more competitive, but it'll make the cars basic and maybe not something that, that you want to watch as much. That's kind of my thoughts on it. Um, yeah. And, and I, don't, I don't think it'll go through the way that it's shown at the moment. Oof. Something there. Off there, yeah. Verstappen has done an absolute solid for his teammate there. He backed them right up and then went. Uh, very well. Sometimes you see him fuck that up, but he's he done it quite well. Jesus. Did Bottas take him? Yeah, Bottas took Hamilton. Shit. That's something you don't see every day. That's right. They can battle loud. They can crash each other out of the race. That's that looks right. like per- oh, Perry's around the outside. Oh, no. Oh, fucking hell. Fuck. Oh. What happened there? Days. Yeah, it's fucking hell. That sucks. Gifted a spot there, Hamilton and Bottas. Well, everyone got gifted a spot. I'd love to see the replay on what's happened there. Yeah. Yeah, did Lando push him out or what happened? Oh. Beats and and brakes and he got pushed out. I think he's kept the racing line though, Lando. He hasn't moved. No, I think Lando's all right. Lando's kept the racing line. It's just probably not the corner. I think. Yeah, he probably should have. He probably, he probably should have backed off. To be honest with you, gone on that corner. I was thinking about something uh, a bit during the week, and obviously regarding Hamilton's attitude towards this season, a bit. And sometimes we don't know if he's just playing mind games with the media and stuff, but. I really was thinking that, not that anyone can get in his head, it's not to say that people are in his head, but maybe Max and Red Bull kind of are. And the reason I thought that was because of Baku and when he forced the issue in that race and he went off and he finished in the top 10, he got no points. And it was more like he didn't have to do that. And then since then, he's just struggled. Uh, The team obviously making errors. Uh, he's made a few errors and he hasn't got back to that that point where we thought that it'd be Max and him consistently, like within two seconds of each other, getting into the last five laps and then them fighting and jostling for position. I just think from that race, it, there's been a slow decline in Mercedes as a whole, but especially in Lewis Hamilton. I, I don't know if I'm looking into it too much. I just thought he forced the issue so much. Instead of like yeah. trying to get five points, he could have walked away with 18. He still would have led. He would have been equal or in front of Max in the World Championship. Puts him in good stead. It gets a bit into Max's head because Max is like, fuck the tyre issue. Oh, now Hamilton's got gifted 18 points on me. But it... Worked in favour of Max to be like, well, I got no points. He walked away with no points. I just walk into the next race, clean slate. Yeah. He wins. 
he's like, oh, yeah, just continue my form. Where I think that we, we spoke about what's going to be the pivotal race on the calendar. And I think early on, I think that Baku race is, is the race, in my opinion. I just think... It's a turning point for Red Bull, it was yeah. turning point there for Red Bull. Yeah, and since I think then, so as well. I think so as well. The thing is as well is that how much of it is Hamilton declining and how much of it is Red Bull getting better? Because I think they've definitely taken a big jump this year from last. They definitely yeah. have. I, 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 I probably disagree with anyone getting into Hamilton's head. I, I don't think anyone's getting into Hamilton's head at all. I, I think he's he's probably that experienced a driver um, and, and the way that they are you know, being drivers in Formula One, that these guys are stone cold. Like, especially Hamilton as well. Yeah. Um, I just, I think it's a combination of what Luke said in terms of um, Red Bull improving, and I feel like Mercedes has struggled a little bit with the with the um, the rule changes in some respects, and um, and you're kind of seeing that a little bit more. And you know, in order to stay up up top. Hamilton needs to do things that uh, he probably wouldn't have before. Um, he wouldn't need to. And it's kind of, they haven't paid off, exactly. Yeah, because he hasn't yeah. needed to. And, and they haven't necessarily to. paid off. So it just happened that way. I think at the same time as well, like sometimes on the radio and stuff, and we've seen Toto look, maybe because they're not out in front, you know, 20, 30 seconds ahead, they've seemed a bit flustered. Like sometimes on the radio, he's not his usual cool self. I've seen it a few yeah. times. Um, he doesn't seem his usual cool self. He's just cruising around. Um, the same with Toto. He looks a bit, a bit stressed there on the pit wall sometimes. It's good to see him stressed. Oh, of course. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't yeah. like anyone doing, get, having uh, too easy of a job. Yeah, well, exactly. 30 seconds every week, like you said. <laughs> like, mm. like, you got to earn your dollars. So, this is interesting. Like, obviously, Norris is holding up was not holding yeah, he's, up the... He's holding up the, the two Mercedes, I reckon. He is doing that, in all honesty. Like, Perez could easily get straight back up there and catch them all. But the problem is his tyres are going to be worn because he went yeah. off onto the... Which is going to hurt yeah. him. The battle for seventh, or well, you can see that there, they're all within, what, one, two... What, two seconds? Two and a half? Yeah. And then Stroll's only half a second behind Sonoda as well, so... Yeah. What's Lando saying on the radio? I can't hear a thing. I can't hear it. I've got... I've got the volume down and then I've got bloody the heater going. <laughs> Everything's going on in the background <laughs> there. <laughs> that is shambles. <laughs> we'll see what happens. It'll be an interesting race. We'll probably call it quits in, the, in a couple, couple laps and we can go and enjoy yeah. it. Obviously, we can discuss it when the next race is on. Uh, and we'll cover it probably in between then somehow, whether it's Lockdown Lounge or a podcast, you boys can jump in, as you know, at any time, and we can discuss it. But it's, I just think, yeah, Verstappen's really, he's loving it. And like you said, just to touch on what you said, Dan, about being stone cold, when I saw Verstappen take his helmet off uh, yesterday after qualifying, Honestly, he always looks calm, but there was just a look about him. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's just that look about him where he knows 
that I never saw last year. Obviously, because he was chasing tail for a whole season and he was like visibly frustrated because he couldn't catch that Mercedes. This year, I think he's just become, not for anything, one with the car. And he just looks like a stone cold killer out there, really. He's like, this is the mission. Just got to get this done this way. And I'll win every race and I'll win the championship. It's just, I feel like him and to relate it to soccer, I feel like him and Harland are like a similar sort of personality. They seem almost like robots, you know what I mean? You're I like, you've heard, Harland in, you've heard Harland in interviews and stuff like that. He seems like a, just like a weird guy, but um, way- maybe Max isn't as weird, but I, I get the same sort of vibe from him, just sort of like that, that ice cold um, persona. Yeah, it's true. I did see that beats and breaks. I, I did see a, a penalty review on on Norris's for pushing um, Perez out. I I'll, I reckon that would be very very stiff if he gets a penalty for that because, um, like from what I saw, he was definitely keeping his line. Perez definitely had enough room on around the outside. He just, you know, he, he just should have backed out of that. To be honest, I, I don't think I don't think Norris did anything wrong there. So I think that he'd be stiff. He'd be stiff if he um. If he copped it, but in terms of Max, like I think he's brilliant. I think he's probably the best driver on the grid. You know, honesty, just yeah. Like I, Even over I, I love him. Sorry. Even over Leclerc. Yeah, I honestly do. Yeah, I, I love Leclerc. <laughs> I really love Leclerc. But I think he's got he's got a few more years to 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 build on, and and his his car's not giving him the opportunity to do anything, unfortunately. But I just, I, I just think like Verstappen, he's he's just so aggressive and it, you know, like like Dom said, stone cold. Like I just, I love watching him race. He's he's fantastic, and I don't necessarily love his personality off off. The, like I, I don't really like many of these drivers off the off the grid, but um, I, it's good to see like somebody who's kind of had his head down and and building. Actually, it starts to come off, and it's it's pretty good to see. Hamilton's kind of gaining on Norris. We just saw um, Lando go off there. Oh, not go off, but he was... Yeah, went over the, the yellow median strip there. Yeah, he went over it. Spark flying. Mm. God. But it's over. The race is finished. They're like, barring uh, a mistake from Verstappen, he's home. Like... Safety car, and you, the have to, and you have to really butcher the restart for him to lose. Here we go. Bottas starting to lose time as well. Mind you, I, don't I, do know rate, I do rate the fact that Norris has um, Tomorrowland stamps on his car. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Is he really? That's the, yeah. that's the sort of marketing that, that he brings, like the young generation brings to that. I love that's it. That's sort of marketing. I absolutely you're seeing, love You're it. not seeing Richard Milley. Oh, but Richard Milley's still on there, aren't they? Have you, you seen... Richard um, and Tomorrowland on the same car. How does that work? Have you seen... Um, we'll bring back to Valentino Rossi. Because he always <laughs> makes an appearance. Have you, have you ever seen what he, what he has on his jacket here? WLF? No. What is it? Okay. Just... You guys are Italian, so you can probably look it up nicely. I'll, I'll let you do that. I, I won't tell you what it is because uh, it's probably put put an explicit. Thing. <laughs> uh, it's always explicit. There's always explicit. Oh Jesus! 
In Italian, it's Viva la Figa, okay? Yeah. So the W is V-I-V-A, Viva. Yeah. And if you know what La Figa means, it's... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Just go look it up. Uh, I'll go look it up. That's right. My Italian has fallen off so much from... Um, from like I did it in year twelve as well, Italian, and since then I've just fallen off. Especially speaking, understanding I'm not too bad. Like when we went, yeah. when we went to Italy and stuff, 2019, I was all right. Like I could sort of get around, understanding what people were saying, but talking back to people, whoop, no chance. If I'm speaking with a full-blown Italian that doesn't understand English, I'm, yeah. I'm good, right? But if yeah. you give me an out, you give me an opportunity to leave the conversation and start speaking English, then it's, you're speaking it's, English. It's go <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because they talk so fast, they talk so fast. I'm like, just say one word at a time, please. I'm trying to, I'm trying to work mm. out the first word you said, and you're already three sentences in. <laughs> Did you find it, Donna? Yeah, no, I know what it says. I'm not, I'm not repeating what it's saying. It's actually, <laughs> it's actually, it's actually very funny the fact that he has that on his, uh, on his. Feet. And mind you, listening to. Podcast. Uh, the only two people we speak about outside of our F1 is uh, Timo Werner on here and uh, Valentino Rossi. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the two did Leclerc just got Perez? He did. I heard a bit of commotion there. His tyres must be stuffed. Yeah, he would have. He would have butchered him, man. That was. Mm. He went so wide there as well, Perez. Well, Leclerc could make a cheeky push up to top five by the end of this race. Man, he had an unreal race last. I, I don't know how much you guys covered it after I I bailed, but that was um that was a fantastic race by Leclerc. They were good for that was a massive comeback. Fifth and sixth, yeah. sixth and seventh, they were really good, really good. That's why I was super surprised when. They put out that performance that they did yesterday. But in saying that, like Leclerc's in eighth and Sainz is in uh, ninth now. Oh, sorry, Leclerc's in seventh and Sainz is in ninth. So to potentially finish where they finished last week, they can do it again this week. Like in front of Leclerc is Ricardo and Vettel, which I think he can catch. And potentially, oh no, he's too far behind Bottas. So... Beats and breaks said before talking about. Well, I think it was when we were talking about um, uh, Verstappen. How we were saying he's the Ice Man. He said, "My favorite, my favorite is the Ice Man." But uh, the Ice Man, uh, Kimi Raikkonen. But I'm old school. Kimi is a badass. He's not wrong there. The original Kimi. Ice Man. Could he be following in his footsteps? Well, the, the interesting thing, speaking about Kimi, as we spoke about those seeds before. Do you think Kimi goes again, or does he just free it up and gives a young guy? A gig, or he just loves it too much. He'd drive till he's bloody 50. He doesn't care. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's sort of, I don't, I don't know, to be honest. I'm not really sure what he's sort of thinking. Um, I haven't heard him say anything. Have you guys heard anything? Whether he's going to go. I, don't, I haven't heard anything, but I think, you know, if the money keeps coming. Yeah, he's not going to say, he's not going to say no. Problem is they're going to they're gonna have to push him out of that car. He's not, he's not he's getting a- out on his own, of course. Not for anything. I'd be too scared to go up to him and ask him and say, hey, Kimmy, I think it's time you move on. Yeah. Uh, doesn't matter who you own our team principal. You haven't got the balls to do that. Like, honestly, no one no. does. No one's doing that. No one. I think he just he loves it too much. And 
is a man of very few words, so he's never going to give you any telltale signs, to be honest. Yeah. And officially comes out and says, oh, listen, this is my last season. I'm finishing up. That's it. Yeah. You never know. So. He'll go out in very Kimmy fashion. I tried to I tried to get his signature once. I was I was I was in Japan. I was at the Suzuka circuit, and uh, he walked by me. I, I I tried to get him to sign uh, sign my hat, but didn't pan out. Mate, didn't want to borrow me. <laughs> I've never been to uh, an international race before. What was it like? It was fantastic. Really, really good. They they had a um, yeah, just international. I have yeah. my dad's been to Singapore. Um, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I would, I'd like to go there one day, you yeah. know, with COVID and all that. Probably it's going to be a little while, but um, Japan was excellent, man. They got they got massive, massive Ferrari uh, fans there. They're, they're they're really big Ferrari fans. Yeah. Um, the environment was really really cool. It was really, yeah. you know, a lot of their traditional and and they had a, a go kart circuit right there as well. Um, oh, really? yeah. Some like crazy, crazy souped up go-karts and I, I just went nuts on there. I went, I went yeah, back a few times. So it was, it was good, good fun. I enjoyed yeah. it. Enjoyed it. Mm. Did you say... Go on, sorry, I was going to say we might have to take a trip all together out to Singapore. Yeah. Oh, I love that. When it opens up. Well, Monaco. Double coverage media, oh, ex-Monaco. F1. Thor's <laughs> ever race on the planet, man. I'll do anything to go there. You know, oh, Miami, Miami 2022, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> next I, year. I love Miami as well. Been there as well. It's a sick city. Like, I've never been. I was, I was meant to go last year, and COVID fucking ruined it for us. But yeah, what a spew, man! It's so, yeah. it's lovely. It's amazing over there. I've never so, been to the states before. Really? Never? No, I've never been. No, I've been too many times. Yeah, I... Many. I was with my, I was with my brother. Um, we had tickets for Miami Heat. Um, the next day we were in New York, and I slept in. Uh, so we tried to get on another flight, but then there was like a massive hailstorm, and uh, and we weren't able to get out of New York. I missed a I missed a LeBron a LeBron game, and I was spewing. Jeez. But it ended up spending an extra night in uh, in New York and. Met up with a girl and yeah, made up for it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so LeBron, LeBron was alright. I was alright that I missed LeBron. You're okay, it's alright, LeBron. You got to go. We'll thank LeBron and uh, American Airlines or whoever you flew with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It ended up working out really nicely for me. There's always another opportunity to see LeBron. It's alright. Hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, no. You can just watch LeBron on TV. It's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I've been there too many times. I could have registered a vote over there. I've been there. <laughs> Seriously. I've been there four times, I think. I love it. I love what was your favourite city? Uh, New York. I love New York. Yeah. yeah. Vegas too far behind the bar. I went there on my honeymoon. Vegas is crazy. It's so sick. You had to Vegas on your honeymoon? Yeah, it was crazy. So nice. There's so many things to do there. Like people say, like, oh, you can't. We spent eight days there, and everyone said that's too long in Vegas. So what are you talking about? There's shows and concerts and. Sorry to cut you off, Lando. Just got a five second there. Before seeing uh, Perez off. 
And really? I can't stop. And now Hamilton's just taking him as well. Fuck. That's a terrible lap for him, Jeez. That's so That's stupid. Rough. That is rough. He's going to finish behind Ricardo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a, that's a big move. Has Ricardo not pitted yet or something? And everyone else has? I'd love so, to see. Uh, or is he only jumped everyone? I'm not sure. I don't think Leclerc's pitted yet. Back to what you're saying, Donald. Sorry. No, Leclerc hasn't, hasn't pitted. No, that's so unlucky. So he'll serve that. At the end, yeah. I don't think it was a. St- I don't think it was a slow go. I think it just be added on to the end. Oh, is it really? Look at Hamilton. I, I think a... that's what I saw. I can't remember though. Hamilton just giving props to Lando. Yeah, to Lando. You actually trying to make me like you a bit more, Lewis? <laughs> Bottas is <laughs> lapping a second quicker than him as well, Lando. Yeah, is he? Oh, I think his tires are cooked, like you said. Yeah. Lando's going to be a gun, but he's, he's going to be very good. And I know we said it last week, and I'm just so excited for this sport because not for anything. If it does equalise the cars a bit, there's so much talent out there on the grid. Like, outside, I don't know if the Starpin potential could win a couple in a row, world championships. But outside of that, with the young guys, in 10 years, you look at a decade worth of racing based on the talent they're all great drivers and you can potentially get four or five different world champions in a 10-year bracket and that's not including the guys that are coming up from f2 to f1 that potentially have heaps of talent and f2 is some great drivers in there yeah. great drivers. and i'm not ruling out a guy like mick schumacher either who goes into a better seat in yeah. a future not to say that he's mick schumacher is going to be his father like I know a lot of people said, oh, yeah, better car, he'd be a gun. Oh, that's yet to be seen. Mm. I don't believe that. To be honest, I felt like Schwartzman was the better driver over Mick Schumacher in F2. And I was very, very surprised that Schwartzman didn't actually get a seat. Um, I know he's got the name Schumacher, and I would would love it too, being a big Ferrari fan. I'd love him to do well. I'd love it just for the story. Just the story. Yeah, for sure. Goes to Ferrari... Ferrari really pick up next season and he does something in the he's, he, we see him regularly at the front. I think that'd be fucking awesome. You know what? Looking at it from that angle, that did look pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Look at that. Yeah, because yeah, he hasn't got the line to go onto the curb. So, I don't I, know why. Yeah, I didn't see it from that angle before. Yeah, I think we just saw it from... Where did we see it from last time? It was just Perez's view, wasn't it? From the front, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to, like... Yeah, sometimes you got to relinquish that... The position. I understand that's... Like, you got to be big enough to do that. But you have to. For the fact of you don't want these penalties. And at the moment, with it, he's finishing fourth. Where mm. potentially takes the the loss and he tries to make it up. On the next yeah. year do, you just, do you think it's just him as a young, young, inexperienced guy? Oh, he pushes hard. He, yeah. Without a doubt. He's a massive risk taker. We've seen that. So, am I surprised he did something like that? Probably not. No, not really. <laughs> you know what? Not really. 
Disappointing, yeah. <laughs> you know what I've been seeing? This is very off topic, but you know what I've been seeing a lot recently? Um, Team Viewer, you know, like the the computer shit. They're on the yeah. They're, the, they're spending some big money on marketing. They're on the Mercedes on the um on the side there, and they're gonna be on the front of the Man United kit this year. Oh really? Yeah. I don't even know. What team I saw viewer Zoom a lot. I saw a lot of Zoom. Yeah. Team Viewers, um, you know when you log on like remotely to a computer, Don. And you're like, fix yeah. it up. IT people always do it at our work. They're like, fix it up and you can... They do it at my work, they don't even tell me. All of a sudden, my mouse starts moving on the screen. Starts to get up. Lando Norris cards. Accidentally. It doesn't allow me to get out of my board yet. <laughs> starts buying up all these cards. Alex Albon rookies. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think on the men, you know, so, I like, yeah, Go on, sorry. Yeah, I was just um, like, he doesn't. He's like, I don't do shit. What the hell are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big kick guy, and I just think I was talking to one of my mates. He's a big man, you know. I like, literally watches every single game, and he was saying that he's so happy to get Chevrolet up the front of the top. I'm like, that team viewer looks so much worse than Chevrolet. I don't know what you're talking about. But he goes, every if you have to oh, watch, if you have to look at Chevrolet and your kit every week, you wouldn't like it either. I was like, nah, I don't agree, but I think it looks shit, team viewer. I to be honest. Did you say team viewers on Manchester United? Yeah, kit? team viewers gonna be on the front of Man United. How much money do these guys have? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. COVID's yeah. not them well. You know what? That's Chevrolet, wild. That looks worse. So yeah, Chevrolet. I, I actually don't mind Chevrolet. Maybe maybe make it a bit smaller, but mind you, I'll be honest with you. The if that's actually it says leaked images, whether it it's real or not, but the one that's white that... with blue stripes across. Yeah. That looks so much like a Liverpool jersey. It's not funny. Is it the footy headline side or whatever? Footy. Uh, it's sun. It's a what? The sun. Oh. oh, the sun. I don't know about that. There's one. There's one called like footy headline or some shit, and I haven't seen them get one wrong yet. To be honest, I've been following okay. the page. I've been following the page for a while, and I haven't seen them get one wrong. I don't mind the the home kit. Looks nice, clean, but that away yeah. kit looks it literally. It looks like a um. A Liverpool jersey. No it's, can't I haven't be seen it. I haven't seen the blue one. It can't be out of that. No. Can't be out of that. Hey, I don't know what team viewers doing, but their marketing money has definitely upped their budget because I've never seen them on anything before this. As crazy as people might think, oh, COVID ruined everything. F1 benefited dr uh, drastically. They were one of the only oh, sports yeah. that were actually running. Yeah. And they did a great job of it too. Yeah. Everyone was sitting down going, what sport can I watch? Nothing is on. Oh, F1 is on. I'll try it. And then like you said, in line with the documentary as well, it just grabbed everyone. And they gravitated straight to this sport. Because sport lovers will watch anything. They'll give anything a try. If you really love sport, mate, sometimes you're sitting at home and you're flicking through KO. I'll bloody put the cross on. I don't give a shit. It's in the background. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It doesn't bother me. I'll watch something that I've never watched before. So people get interested and they start, obviously, with the documentary again to learn these drivers like intimately, personally, their lives behind the scenes. And then... They form their opinion on who they think is their favorite driver based on a show, and then it 
like transitions into the sport. Hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it, it could become, you know, especially with the US, it could become the motorsport in the world, you know? Like, it, it kind of is, but it was also kind of like a, a little bit niche, you know? And it, yeah, it just, just seems like... It, it was definitely a little bit niche, but kind of feel like with the Americans coming on and the marketing, it, it could be like could be like the EPL of, of motorsports where it's just like over IndyCar and, you know... NASCAR and all the rest of it because it's going internationals. Reckon, what do you reckon is the number one motorsport at the moment? I'd probably say F1 is, personally, on a worldwide basis. NASCAR. On a worldwide basis, in America, yes, in America, sure. NASCAR, yeah. Worldwide, surely, yeah. F1s. Uh, so. B, BSM Depot said he completely agrees. I became a fan through COVID. How long have you fellows been following the sport? So let's go first. Oh, me, uh, me since since I was a kid. Like my my uncle was was you know we used to go to Adelaide all the time to watch the, the F one over there and and um, was talking about it all the time. You know that when I went to Italy when I was five years old, they were talking about you know you're driving around the streets like Nicky Lauda. You know, it was it was it was really really. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's very ingrained in the Italian psyche as well. And I, I did a few um, few runs in the go karts over there, and and I was hooked ever since. So um, there was since I was a kid, and and I think you know for Aussies, particularly Melburnians, um, you know we're, we're exposed to it a lot more, given that it's it's in our backyard. Um, yeah, right. So yeah, that's me, Lukey. Um, for me, it was when I was a kid as well. Um, I think I went to my first Formula One when I was, uh, I think, five or six. Wow. I still, I still remember we sat on turn, we, we used to sit on turn three, the big hill, yeah? They, yeah. We used to sit there because there's the screens there and you see like the chicane before it and then it comes straight past you. That's why we used to sit there. Um, yeah, great memories. Probably from, from then, I remember even when I was a kid, we used to have, um, if, when EA used to make the games, I found the case for it the other day, actually. There was no game in it. But it was like F1 2000, I think it was 2003. So I would have been, what, like six years old. And we used to have the wheel as well. I wasn't tall enough to reach the pedals, but I used to play it on computer, just the steering wheel. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's, it's been a while too. It's always been around. Um, Dad's big into cars, motorsport and stuff like that. So it's always always been something we've, we've always watched as, as, a, as a family, really. So, That's yeah. Sick. Fair yeah. enough. How about you, Tomo? Me, kid, same thing as like what Dan said, like with Melbourne having a Grand Prix, uh, I've only ever known really this race, like the race at home. And through that, I grew my love for the sport, mainly through Michael Schumacher. And obviously being Italian and Ferrari, yeah, Schumacher was guy. Man, I fell in love with that, with, with him as a driver. And every time we watch, like he, beca- he became Superman. To me, like every time there was a Aussie Grand Prix, it's like, oh, I know who's winning this. And you did, you, as a kid, you're like, oh, Schumacher's going to win it, Ferrari's going to win it. And lo and behold, more often than not, he was the one that, that got it done. So through that, and then obviously it dropped off a little bit when I was in high school. I used to follow it here and there. Obviously, I used to watch the race here, try and watch a with the different time zones in high school. It's always hard, yeah. Try to catch it. But I still follow the World Championship stuff anyway. Yeah. It was weird. And then I reckon about five years ago, 
six years ago. I got into it really, really heavily again. And then through COVID, it just made my life easier in terms of like regimenting it. In terms of, oh, I can make time for this because there's no other sport really happening. Or if there is like an EPL game on, or preference the F1, unless it's United uh, that are playing. But more often than not, I'd watch this and then just watch the United game on replay because the United game will probably start an hour and a half later and then it's too yeah. late. Obviously, with work the next day. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, Don. Did you guys ever, um, when you went to the race, after the race, did you ever, like, steal stuff from the track and bring it home? No. Nah. Nah. <laughs> what was that? Rubber from uh, just a little piece. Yeah. No, I never, never stole anything, no. I always usually yeah. go to Melbourne because I used to always go on the Saturday. That's why I love qualifying so much because I used to always go on Saturday because you see, like, yeah. after three, it goes for an hour or so, then we used to go qualifying. And in the last few years, um, we've gone on the Sunday as well. So we go the whole weekend from Friday to Sunday the last few years. Um, yeah, nice. Which is good. It's a long weekend, I'll tell you what. You're walking around all day. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember what year it was, but um, do you remember that year where the tire went through the barrier and yeah. like and and yeah. took someone out? My mate, my yeah. mate got hit as well, and and he's, he he got one of the pieces lodged into him. Well, I don't know what it was, but like that's his memorabilia. <laughs> Scarf, Rumors of a kid. My kid, my um, my uncle used to have like security passes in there, and um. We we went down to to the Ferrari um, section, like old school Ferrari, like when Schumacher was around, asking the 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 pit wall whether they could give us um, give us any memorabilia, and you know they couldn't. And we'll speak it to them in Italian, and we said, "Oh, it's okay, Micha, you know, like give us your shirt." So I've got a few, I've got a few like Ferrari pit shirts for old school ones wow. with like some some Italian's name on it. It takes I'll I'll bring them out that's next so time. Sick. I'll yeah, show you. It's really sick. cool. Yeah, I love it. You know, you know what I, I reckon what's declined actually at the Melbourne race. Remember they used to have like the big hall and they used to have like the model cars and used to walk around. It's all different. Like it's like it was like the Melbourne show. Yeah, they had all the yeah. stalls and shit. But it was there. That was fucking awesome. I don't know why they stopped doing that. Probably money, I guess, and maybe people don't want to set up, but I, I used to love that. I'll, I'll go, I'll try and go this year mm. if I can. Yeah, permitting restrictions. Yeah, hopefully, we can go. Surely, it'd be good, good to go. Maybe we'll catch up there and do a qualifying yeah. day. It'd be sick. Yeah, sure. be really good. Because you as well are saying it's right near your uh, I don't know if I should say this on camera. My work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. it's uh, we, we we've got we've got a massive um, outdoor area. Um, yeah. So we we've, we've got a our building directly overlooks the track. Um, yeah. So we do, like for for the Friday we get like a barbecue going. We have a lot of clients um, out there, but on the Saturday last yeah. year, which we kind of got cancelled for COVID, we were going to yeah. have like the biggest do on one of the we were spending thousands of dollars to, to bring all our clients like right next to it, drinks right near the track. Like it was, it was really, really that's cool. That's awesome. But, yeah. That's prime Oh, and, and you know, you know, the, the, the plane that, yeah. like, you know, that fighter jet that comes out, yeah. it literally yeah, went through, 
Man, it went through my building and the building next to us went sideways through it. Oh, shit. I couldn't hear for about five minutes after that. (laughs) I remember one time, I'll never forget, one time my dad was in the the cubicles, yeah, and I was outside. He he didn't know it was coming over. (laughs) Absolutely. He got out. He was like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) And Domin knows my dad as well. Imagine him when he comes out there. He's like, what the fuck was that? Let's go. I love it. All right, boys. I think we'll finish up uh, the first episode of Off the Grid. Uh, Go and enjoy the rest of the race, and uh, we'll catch up. Obviously, other podcasts, but on another one of these when the next race comes along, whether it's next week or the weekend after. So easy. Sounds good, Dommer. Good to speak to you. Enjoyed it. Thanks. With myself. Lukey and Azuro and peace.